great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Tired of dealing with the same old lumpy mattress and pillows? Catch some sleep and save on Z's with Casper's Memorial Day Sale. You can save up to $800 on any of our award-winning mattresses. It's a summer dream come true. That's right, you can get up to $800 off Casper's amazing mattresses, like the Wave Hybrid Snow Mattress. For more info, go to casper.com or a store near you. This sale ends June 7th, so hurry over soon. Exclusions apply. See casper.com slash promo for more info. the Razball Patreon Podcast. I am Donkey Teeth, and I'm joined, as always, by the Fantasy Master Lothario. Uh, boy, I don't know how to give you a better intro. He complained about his intro last week. I feel like I should give him a worse intro. Gray Albright. And we're joined by a special guest this week, the Itch, the prospect guy from Razball. You guys all know him. What's happening, Itch? What's going on? I uh, just listen to my cat scratch at the door. This is the any time I have ever recorded a podcast, the cat like immediately. I mean, every time, it's unbelievable. He leaves me alone like all day. I was not. I was. I was calling your cat with my scream. Was that you didn't? You didn't know? I have a uh, a cat scratch voice. I uh, I apologize. I that's probably going to be going on the entire show because my voice is really bad and cats go crazy when they hear it. Gray speaks cat. I, yeah! <laughs> yeah, that's probably a problem because most people, um, cats just avoid them. I wouldn't know what to do if cats were just coming up to me. <laughs> I saw a horror movie once where the cats, you know, the story of the cats will eat your face. That's legitimately what happened. I don't remember the name of the movie, but the cats start eating this old lady. And it's right. like, oh, man, that is, like, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. It's called Cats Eat the Old Lady. I saw it, too. <laughs> it was a good film. I, uh, I actually, we were, uh, Coogs and I went to see Hereditary when that was out, going back a few years now. I didn't realize it was a, a horror film. I was scared shitless for, like, uh, well, still, what, how long ago was that? Two years. I'm still scared, to be totally honest with you. I, First uh, I don't do well with horror films. Itch, what's the deal? What, what's going on with me? Why I don't know. The, the first time I ever ate mushrooms, we watched The Ring. <laughs> and you don't talk about not doing great. <laughs> like, that was a really tough horror movie for me. <laughs> I did shrooms once in college, and I swore to God, I, Rudy could attest to this, I swear to God, there was this one guy on our floor who was a blueberry pie, and I was chasing him around trying to bite his arm for, like, three hours. Everyone was like, stop trying to bite that dude's arm. He is not a blueberry pie. It sounds like a good trip. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. It was the worst <laughs> night of my life. It was so bad. I ended up, like, I, I ended up, we watched, uh, 
Prince's Bride, and I was just, I was curled in a corner, screaming <laughs> blueberry pie, and people were like, "Dude, you cannot do shrooms anymore. You can't handle it." So was it a one-time <laughs> thing? You never did it again? Yeah, no, I did again. Of course I did. <laughs> we all do. I'll try anything five times. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then the second time they were like we gotta get you out of the dorm so i was like yeah that sounds like a good idea <laughs> so we go i don't know if you guys well i know donkey's been to boston but i don't know if uh itch has but anyway yeah. we it was uh in boston and i was like oh, i even did the accent there i uh went uh they took me to um this road it was by uh the uh, Charles River, which is um, separates like Boston from Cambridge. Anyway, they took me to uh, the Charles River. <laughs> that was like the worst. That was literally the worst place you could take someone who is out of their mind. I was like, oh my god, I gotta go for a swim. <laughs> that's how. That, and that's how people die. Maybe go for a float. <laughs> maybe, maybe a float would fit better for the, for the event. And itch, that's how people die. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> it's funny the things that fit well with that activity. The things that turn out to fit well. Like, <laughs> when I was, I watched a, do you know this, this story, the movie A Bridge to Terabithia? <laughs> it's based on, like, a kid's book? No. Uh, spoiler alert, little girl dies, like, 30 minutes into the movie. Like, they build up this character to be, anyway. Tripp and Paul's watching this kids movie where the little girl dies within the first half hour. If you want to blubber for a full hour of a ridiculous movie that you would never watch again, Bridge to Terabithia, eat some mushrooms. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, uh, I didn't do it. That was the second and last time. That was it for me. That that was. Hey, Donkey, you do any uh, shroom or no? Yeah, yeah, a few times. I got I dabbled in the the LSD as well. So you know, I had that, uh, had, had some experiences. You have, you, have a, you have a you have a dark soul. I think I feel like he's <laughs> got some darkness there. That's like you are at the verge of dark. Like my last like... trip, I uh, I went through a window, <laughs> and I got this uh, this scar. You guys can see right here on my. Uh, forearm yeah. so it's like three inches long so I, I haven't tripped since then that was probably you didn't see it, it was like five years ago no that was about 10 years ago actually so that was that was a good one uh that was the last time i was actually at the er before the the head thing um but yeah yeah so i and, and don't mess around with that stuff anymore i'm actually curious if lenny dykstra i mean we know lenny dykstra has done shrooms right as he played while doing shrooms. Yeah, that's hard the to question. That he did. I, yeah, yeah. I, I have a feeling Itch is going to be very excited to hear we have a very special guest on today's show. Yeah, let's get, let's uh, see if Lenny Dykstra is going to pick up for us again. I don't know. What are you putting the odds at, at, at here this week, Ray? I uh, oh, he'll pick up. He just won't talk to us. He'll just muffle some shit. Itch, you're in for a treat. We got Lenny Dykstra. Coming on the show. Are you ready? I don't know. I think so. All right, we're dialing it up. Let's see. <laughs> I, don't think, go. I don't think I'm ready either. I have to be totally honest. Not, no one's ever ready to talk to Lenny. Lenny, what's up, Naz? Yeah. It's the Rasball Podcast. What is it? The Rasball Podcast. Hey, bro, I can't do it right now. I'm, I'm, I'm on with um, big stuff going on. Um, I can't talk right now, but catch me a little bit later. I'm changing the world, bro. I'm changing the fucking world. Changing the world? Well, how long? How long do you need? We look forward to that. We look forward to that. Let it thank you. Ah, he hung up. <laughs> the world needs changing. It is the I mean, worst. somebody's, somebody's got to do it, you know? Like, it's gotta just, somebody's got to take the ball here. <laughs> Who did he say worst. he was on with? It, big, big Seth? He said Big Big he's things, not, I think he, he said. He's big things, big things. Mm. He's up yeah. to big things. Um, in other words, he's drunk or high, <laughs> and he's taking a shit. <laughs> Basically, Lenny right now is uh, doing a number two. That's the big thing. <laughs> Change the world. <laughs> Lenny hasn't done big things in ooh, roughly twenty-five years. But all right. Uh, 
that's uh, Lenny's out. Yeah, so there goes our show. <laughs> Itch, we had him on last week. I, I don't know. I don't think you're a, a Patreon of ours, but we had uh, we had Lenny on last week. <laughs> What's that, Greg? <laughs> Itch is not a Patreon. What? Yeah, so what? It's only sixteen cents a day. Whoa, 16 cents a day. I got 16 cents a day. It's like 15.8 cents a day. Great at least that's what my bumper sticker says. Well, I'll take Bad back my dollars from that. I was using that to feed a bunch of children in uh, various parts of the globe that are, you know have to go without, but I'll just reallocate those funds. You know, I'm probably a little late on that. It's, who's your number one prospect right now in baseball? <laughs> Let's, let's switch gears. <laughs> Probably Wander Franco. I think it's, it's Wander. I did kick it around between Wander and Luis Robert a lot. And mm-hmm. and still could be, you know, probably like a few weeks into the year, if Robert had started out hot, I would think it's it's Robert for sure. Just because Wander's not going to steal that many bases. And it's, um, maybe that's wrong. Maybe he is. Do you it, think that, do you think there's a chance that, we don't see Wander now until 2022. What's going on in 2021? Like what? <laughs> no, I'm saying, okay, so say uh, so say this season doesn't happen. I don't know yet. We'll talk more about whether or not I think the season's going to happen. But we'll uh, say the season does not happen this year because uh, who knows? At this point, it's hard to predict anything. So say the, the first season – is uh, that we see from this point forward is 2021. And then at that point, we thought Wander, you know, if that's our first season, because we didn't think Wander was coming up until September of this year, right? I mean, we didn't, we originally back in January, that's what we were assuming. And so we pushed a whole season forward. Is he not coming up until 2021, uh, September of 2021? and not really make an impact until 2022? Or is he starting the year with the Rays next year, no matter what happens this year? I think more likely the first thing. I, I think it's if there's no baseball this year, we might be kind of lucky to see him in September of 2021. Um, unless, you know, the, I don't know how much it changes anything for Tampa to have fans or not, but some of the prospect timelines are going to be altered by ownership feeling pressure and GMs feeling pressure coming down from the ownership and maybe will not always do what's in the best interest of the prospects. That doesn't seem like Tampa's ever victim to Tampa always does what's best long-term financially and best for the prospects too. And they don't have any need for him. Like part of the thing people don't really talk about with Wander is like, what, if they needed him, he could he could help him this year. But to bring him up is to basically destroy another asset. But like right. you, you crumple up Adamas and throw him aside, or Yandy Diaz, or somebody's going to get uh, 600, 550 fewer plate appearances when you bring Wander up, and then that that asset starts to lose value. Right. So, I don't know. I don't. I don't see him bringing him up. Wow. And I've been for a long time. I'm scared there won't be baseball, but it's just getting, it seems to be getting darker. Um, we right. need some LSD to get through this. If Donkey, you still remember <laughs> the phone numbers. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't want to be taking that if you're feeling down. Great. You're that. Right. No, you're right. It's so essential <laughs> to control your you're be, if you're gonna have good your Your mood is very important. It, it really is. Like, tripping. I, uh, no, I, I tend to agree with you, which I don't like, I, I said, you know, like as a uh, last round flyer this year, Wander Franco, you know, if you're still, if you're doing drafts now, or if you plan on doing drafts uh, once a, you know, a season is announced, then I said, you know, with a last round pick, grab Wander, because we don't know. At this point, we have no idea what's uh, in store for the, uh, any of the teams, really, like what rosters are going to look like. Are they going to be, uh, you know, maybe there'll be 40 man rosters from the jump. I mean, we have no idea. So I was saying like grab Wander, but it was, I mean, in honesty, you know, it's like a very lukewarm sort of, uh, you know, get because we don't know if Wander's going to be up this year. Like I'm just saying like as a flyer, why not? But in reality, maybe Wander isn't around 
for another year. I mean, it's so hard to say because, yeah, like you said, the Rays aren't going to be like, okay, goodbye, Wandy. Uh, goodbye, Diaz. Like, they're going to, like, they have guys. They're not going to be like, they're not going to rush him just because the rosters are expanded. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's weird because, like, I think minor league baseball, especially right now, it's so up in the air. Like obviously, like the major, the major league baseball is up in the air. But if there's gonna be baseball, there's gonna be major league baseball. But with minor league baseball, even if there's MLB, there may not be minor leagues. Like, do you agree with that? Yeah, it's hard to imagine. And one of the things, like, just because it, they, it's not all under their roof, like they're, like they have control over all the major league organizations, but the minor league teams are independently owned. Um, that it's just that that seems like such a clusterfuck. I have no idea how you would coordinate. Uh, I, I mean, they cut 42 teams because they had so many people were upset about it, but that's how many teams they had. Like, we've got 42 extra, <laughs> you know, we can lose these 42 minor league teams. I think that's the number that they shut down on the east coast and shut down leagues. They just got a ton and ton of teams. Now, Eric Longenhagen keeps talking about taxi squads and like. Teams will have these 40-man, 50-man active rosters, and there might be AAA-style taxi squads that do scrimmage stuff. And then that, what's the coverage on that? Like, how do we know how somebody's doing in AAA? That's a fascinating thing. I really hope that happens, that there's, like, a single minor league that is, like, the taxi squad. And so you – because you, if there's baseball, you don't want to lose a whole year. You don't want Franco not playing – you don't want him not playing baseball at all this year. And so I hope they set something up that's just league-free, like the Futures game, like the Fall League. I can see that, like an Arizona Fall League. You know that proposal to play all the MLB games in Arizona? I can see a Texas-Arizona minor league uh, weird Frankenstein together 30-team uh, league, maybe more teams. Right. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. I think, uh, you know, there's definitely going to be – if there's – Major League Baseball this year, and not where there is. If there is, there's going to have to be a taxi squad because you're going to have to have people available for injuries. Like you know, not even like the uh, <clears throat> you know the the uh, like the the normal day to day injuries uh, are one thing, but like you know, if someone has an oblique and goes out for three weeks, you got to have you got to have minor leaguers ready to go. You can't, like, just call up, you know, wander on the phone and be like, hey, come on down to the park. We might have a spot for you. <laughs> like, you got to have those guys around. Like, you have to basically – you got to quarantine at least another 15 to 20 guys on top of your major league team just to make sure – there's someone around, like for you know, the time when the mid the middle reliever goes down, or the uh, or any of the starters. Like a, a starter goes down, you need to have like someone there to jump in and be like, okay, I'm ready to go. Like I was just pitching on Wednesday, I'll be good to go for Saturday. Like otherwise, you can't like you can't have an injury and then go down to like a two man rotation. Like you know, it just doesn't make sense. And it makes me think these taxi squads will have to also be bigger. Like if it's a one minor league, so you got a 40-man 40, 40 major league roster, and then you got a 40-man triple-A, double-A, single-A combo roster. Because if one second baseman gets hurt, you know how often we come up, this is how we find a lot of our values. First guy gets hurt, second guy gets hurt, third guy sucks dick for three weeks, and here comes the fourth guy. And he's the guy who hits for three weeks. And we get a few home runs and a few RBIs, and so... How are they going to do that? I don't know. Like, the, people go down fast, and I think injuries are going to be rough. Like, if we come back, they come back, they play baseball, how how, how conditioned are athletes going to be? And I, I think it could be really tough, like a lot of injuries, because every game means more um, with the shortened schedule. And also, the, you have guys that, like, say it's a, you know, they were talking about 82-game schedule. So, say – Someone goes down with a six-week injury. Do you really keep him? Like, if J.D. Martinez goes down for, you know, the month of July and isn't expected back until, say, third week of August, 
you say, yeah, we're going to keep you in quarantine for six weeks while, you know, while you rehab and then you can come back at like, uh, you know, then you can come back in September. People are like, get the, are you fucking crazy I'm not staying here I'm going home I'm like you know and then you got to figure like it's a matter of getting him back in like game shape like it's just it's such a convoluted situation that we found ourselves I don't know I mean it's so crazy I was gonna say with uh you know you said Wander or um Lubob uh as your uh top prospects uh do you think there's going to be a lot like if there's no baseball in 2020 is there going to be a lot of movement for your i mean your prospects are going to they're going to basically stay the same right <laughs> yeah i've been thinking about that a little bit <laughs> i mean right. yeah what, what are what are you going to do i put in a ton of work you know like uh, and well, so what am i gonna and nothing changes thinking. Right. I was thinking today, like, you know, I was looking at my rankings because uh, someone asked if it goes down to 82 games, if I'm changing my rankings. And I was like, because I mean, my rankings right now were for 100 games. If it goes to 82. I'm not changing nothing for that. That's like irrelevant. But then I was like, well, what happens if 2020 doesn't happen? Am I going to do my rankings change that dramatically for 2021? I mean, how nothing's really happened. I mean, okay, uh, you know, Joey Votto got a year older, so I guess you move him down maybe a little bit because he's not played for an entire year now. Uh, But I wasn't drafting him anyway. Like, really, like how much how much does anything change if there's no baseball for rankings? Yeah, I think I would. it gets it gets it gets tough. Uh, I'm interested in the whole taxi squad because I hadn't um, I hadn't heard that before until you guys brought it up. It makes sense. I told Gray last week I haven't really been paying close attention to the developments because I don't want to get my hopes up. Uh, so I'm kind of depending on Gray to let me know what's happening. I know that the players want money and the owners want more money, and uh, that's going to end up being the the whole discrepancy here. But I hadn't heard of the taxi squad. It makes sense. My thinking was kind of along the lines of if it's going to be a 40-man or 50-man roster that you just have your 40 to 50 best players on that squad, whether they're in single or double A, it doesn't matter. Like Those are assets to you, and you don't want them off doing something else if that's all that you get. Um, yeah. But then, then you know, that's going to take a lot of resources to make a minor league, even if it is just one league, so... Yeah, I think and also, that... And also, like, if you have a uh, situation where, say, Wander Franco is on your taxi squad because, like it said, you don't want to lose a whole year of development for him. You want him at least working out. So it comes out to a situation where they need, they say they need him or whatever. But I wouldn't be surprised if MLB says, you know, we're going to have uh, service time be, like, three to one or something where it's like, for every three games this year, it's one game of real service time. Or, like, that has to be in the proposal somewhere because they're not going to let everyone just uh, get a crew service time by being on a taxi squad or getting called up this year. I wouldn't think, at least. I don't know. It's funny. I think that was in the original, feels like a handshake agreement at this I think point. Was something, yeah. Of, like, the, everybody gets a normal year, no matter what happens. No, and that yeah, was, yeah. MLB was getting I think, but that was MLB, and it might be this weird thing where the players actually did something looking out for the minor leaguers without trying to. You know, like, the major league players finally did something that really helps the minor leaguers or hurts them. Because, as you say, if that agreement is followed up on, although now it seems like the owners want to <laughs> rescind that agreement. Yeah, because... Yeah. It, but one of the, the weird caveats of it is the language is that um, everybody gets a prorated salary, right? And so zero games would mean zero dollars. And so now the owners have this like uh, weird leverage that they're using against the players. They're not calling it that. But the way they're quoting dollar figures, we'll lose this much money with zero games. 
um, or with playing games. We'll lose money by playing games is the language they're using. Like if we have baseball games, we'll lose money. And it's like, you're going to lose fucking money anyway. Like, what are you talking about? But what I think they're doing is this sort of dastardly math where they're like, well, but I don't know Mookie bets five bucks. Like if we don't play a day of baseball, I don't know Mookie bets anything that, that, and then we'll just come back next year and, and I'll get, uh, yeah, I mean, that's what I was like. I was jo- I joked the other day. I think I joked on Twitter. Maybe it was on the site. But I was saying, like, you know, the owners are saying, like, oh, we're losing one point, you know, five billion if there's games, and if there's no games, we're gonna lose a hundred trillion or so. It's like, it's, <laughs> or actually, the opposite of that. But it's just like their math is just so convoluted. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, we're gonna lose money if we play. And we're also losing money if we don't play. So, you know, I don't know. <laughs> like, where where do you negotiate if you're the players and you're like, okay, like, if it's a normal negotiation, you say, you know, you want, like, uh, you know, you want the minimum salary to be, like, you know, seven fifty. You want uh, three years of service time going towards arbitration. You say certain things you want. But right now it's like if you're the owner's, saying, okay, well, we want to give you, like, nothing uh, for revenue because there's no fans in the stadium. And that's supposedly, quote, unquote, how we make all our money is from fans in the stadium, which is absolutely goofy on its own. But then the players come back and say, no, we want revenue. um, And also we're risking our lives. Like, oh, (laughs) yeah, there's that, too. Whoops. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was funny how people reacted to Blake Snell, you know, not funny, predictable how people reacted to Blake Snell. And he's saying, like, doctors are saying this has lifelong consequences for lung capacity. And I'm a professional athlete. And you won't, even if I survive it, you know, if I catch it, it could affect me the rest of my life. And it's like, yeah, that's real. You know, (laughs) like, as far as I know, from what I've heard and read, that seems real enough. And if you're an athlete, that presents a different fear because it's like a career death. Like if you affect your lung capacity, of course, not that they are all protecting that dearly all the time. No, and but, that's yeah. I mean, it's also yeah. It's dishon- It's probably slightly dishonest uh, for them to be like, oh yeah, we're uh, you know we're a hundred percent safe if we're not playing baseball. Because mm, like point. you know they're like, oh okay, I'm going to Bevmo today with. <laughs> You know, Blake, you know, Blake Snell isn't sitting at home just playing video games. And if he is, okay, good for him. But there's got to be other players who are like, as you know, like going out doing whatever, which is, you know, it, they're right. I'm fine. I don't care <laughs> if someone else wants to go out and do whatever. That's on them. But, you know, like not every player is sitting home doing nothing either. So it's like some players. There's going to be definitely like a, uh, I think there's going to be a little bit of pushback if some players are like, you know, like I could see potentially some players saying, I'm not playing, like maybe, like say Mike Trout. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But say Mike Trout says, you know, there's no way I'm worth $200 million. There's no way I'm getting on the field right now. It's not happening. But then there's other guys who may be like, yeah, I mean, David Dahl. Could be like, hey, listen, I lose a limb every season. What's the difference? I mean, I, I don't have a working oblique anymore from like last season. I, like my my hamstrings, I lost those in 2016. I don't care. Let's go. Like you know, like there could be other situations where people are like, I want to play. So. I could see even like a taxi squad of minor leaguers, but not even every major league team coming back in full. Like there may be partial teams even. It's so yeah, I don't, I don't mean to bring this podcast like way down through the floor, but you must not have heard about David Dahl. You know, he yeah, caught it. He only He's not with us any longer. What? David Dahl has passed. What? He caught the No, I'm just I'm sorry. Oh my god. Oh my god. Are you really that <laughs> He's perfect, right? Oh, if there's anyone, like, yeah, like, if he dies between now and, I don't know, <laughs> Tuesday, this is not getting released. <laughs> this is, I appreciate this is going with my other podcast now because of that. We'll just clip that out and put uh, put somebody else's name <laughs> anytime, in. Anytime, anybody, talk about any player, and if they happen to die in the, in the days between recording and airing, the podcast gets killed off.
Oh, I mean, the podcast gets killed. I just like the meat on thing. You don't go to Vegas. That's why you should really limit how many players you mention, because if any of them die, we're not airing the podcast. I I think that there's actually, it's really kind of like, it's going to be a weird year, just no matter what happens with like, between some players not wanting to play, some players wanting to play, uh, other players, you know, like, I don't know. It's just so, and for fantasy especially, it's going to be such a bizarre year that, like, I feel like every everything's going to have an asterisk. It's going to be like, I won, I won my league, but it was 2020, and, I, you know, I got lucky with the uh, Luis Urias having a 400 season. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see that. <laughs> I think it also is going to give – it's going to give an advantage to those intelligent teams, you know, like like you mentioned, the Rays, the the Dodgers, the uh, the Astros. Their cheating is if they're able to cheat is going to be even more valuable with the shortened season and all. You know, these new variables, the the smart teams are going to be able to adapt quicker and figure out the loopholes that need to be figured out, and other teams won't be have as much time to to catch up like you do in a normal season. So, uh, yeah, the Astros are going to get another Asterix uh, championship probably. Yeah, I I don't know. I think the uh, the Astros are they're most likely to come back and like who is going to be petty enough to after a pandemic to still throw at like Carlos Correa's head? <laughs> is anyone is any pitcher going to be still that petty to be like I'm going to throw at his head? I'm throwing. I'm still. I know. He lost people to coronavirus and so David Dahl has passed. <laughs> David Dahl passed, unfortunately. And like we just had the most stirring national anthem to begin the season. And this is our first game. <laughs> and everyone at home is bawling because of the, the patriotism that is being uh, exhibited in this game. And then, like, uh, Chris Archer throws a ball right at Carlos Correa's head or something. Like, is that – is it still going to happen? Is, is Are the Astros still going to get shit for cheating? You what you just described almost brought me to tears. That was a beautiful <laughs> thing. I mean, <laughs> punctuate and that Carlos opening day. Correa, Carlos Correa wrapped in the American flag. Walked <laughs> the of course, I wanted to be brave. Folks, this is the most patriotic day. It's July 4th. <laughs> it is the best. It, actually, he is grilling hot dogs and talking to his father on the phone as he walks to the plane. Oh, my God. <laughs> Carlos Green draped in old glory. God bless America. And then <laughs> Amir Garrett throws right at his head. Yeah! Go fuck yourself! <laughs> They may wait till game two. It's like the number, the number one rule everyone has said, no high fives because, guys, you can't touch each other. And then after the first, they're, thr- they're, thr- they're running on the field. There's a ball. <laughs> yeah. God bless America. I'm going to fucking kill you. Really, yeah, everybody gets, gets the virus from the brawl. <laughs> Oh my God! Welcome back. We are here. Hey, it's John Miller. We're here with. <laughs> I'm here. Ben Scully has come out of retirement because this is the greatest day in the history of our sport. Oh my God! And Carlos Correa's wrapped in the American flag. God damn it! This is beautiful. Oh my God! Early on in the thing, I was bummed about this. Like, like right away, early on, I was sort of bummed that the Astros got a pass. But then all these things happen, and it's like, I don't actually care. <laughs> like, I don't, like, I mean, I, I, I think it's kind of crappy that they get a pass on the whole thing, but also, who cares, you know? Like, <laughs> fuck those guys forever, <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, no, I don't, I don't no. mind that Twitter has sort of lost focus on the Astros. Oh, that would be the, uh, oh, that would be so goddamn funny, though. Oh. I, do, I do want that to happen. I do want it to right? happen. I mean, oh my God! Everyone is just uh, the te- tears. It's like 
set of hands across America. It's tears across America. I mean, everyone is just standing and applauding the great sport of baseball returning. And then someone beams George Springer and a brawl starts immediately. <laughs> like, what the this, this is why Puig remains unsigned, perhaps. Does people fear <laughs> the liability? Puig, oh, man. Puig, before... Uh, before this all happened, Puig seemed like a uh, a good bet to be like a Ty Domi, like off the bench to start a brawl guy. Just have just call in Puig and get him to start the fight. Ty Domi, by the way, is the only hockey player I know. That's it. That's that's as far as hockey knowledge goes. The Blues? Go Did he any... play for the Blues? The Kings? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Maybe I only know the Rangers. And I know that he was a, know, uh, he's a fighter. That's all I know. I just know Ty Domi for whatever. That's like one of those things that just sticks in your head, and you're like, oh, that's the only hockey name I know. <laughs> Literally, that's it. Uh, oh, anyway. So, video yeah. game hockey? You never played video game hockey? Fred, 94. 94 hockey. Um, Blades yeah. of Steel. That was the game. You that bet. was the best. That was good. Uh, Donkey, Donkey was three years old in 1994. Uh, seven. Yeah, okay. Uh, wow. Wow, big boy. Oh, Donkey, seven years old. <laughs> so old. Are we going to try uh, to call Lenny back on this show, or do you think we need to give him a week off? I just call him. I just call just him. Call him back? Hey, are, are, you, are you done with your big face? <laughs> Did you save the world yet? Did you save us? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you oh, changed no, this? Uh, don't bother him. Uh, All right, we'll so, give him a week off. We'll catch him next week. I know, uh, we've talked a lot about actual stuff on this show. Uh, the normal show is uh, a lot more nonsense, Gray. I, a, uh, I know. I, I got a trivia question for Itch. So I've been watching the Roosevelt on PBS. <laughs> yeah, how, how familiar are you with them? Are we talking Ted and, and Frank? Yeah, 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 yeah. FDR, uh, Ted, uh, Theodore, and uh, Eleanor. Eleanor. Yeah, <laughs> I, got, I got a little. I got a little. Okay. So here's my trivia question. This blew my mind, by the way. I didn't know this. So if you don't know it, that's, you know, it's fine. You don't have to feel like a big dummy. <laughs> Even though, I mean, it, this doesn't mean whether or not you are or not. This is neither here nor there in your dumminess, is what I'm saying. So Eleanor Roosevelt. What was her maiden name? Mm. Aster? Ah, see? No, Donkey doesn't know. Donkey, no. Is, donkey right now is like, I was born three minutes ago. What are you talking about, Eleanor? <laughs> <laughs> donkey was literally born early last week. Uh, donkey, any ideas who Eleanor Roosevelt's maiden name is? Mm. Roosevelt. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking Googling it. Like, we're on a video chat. I can see you Googling it. Isn't that the craziest shit, though? She was, she was Franklin's cousin. I had, like, it, I was, like, that shocked me for, like, three two-hour episodes. I was six hours into the Ken Burns documentary. I was, like, wait, really? Eleanor Roosevelt's maiden name was Eleanor Roosevelt? That's, that's like, What? That Suddenly is, you're uh, watching. Have you seen Game of Thrones? Suddenly you're watching Game of Thrones during the Roosevelt. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah. No, that is like you know. I forget the name of it. Uh, there's a category in Jeopardy, like the uh, the stupid answer category. You know what I mean? Like that's like a stupid answer category. Like people would be like, "What's Eleanor Roosevelt's maiden name?" Eleanor Roosevelt. What? Fuck. I'm gonna bet on incest here, Alex. No. <laughs> It's not, you know, the category, is category is incest. <laughs> incest for 400. <laughs> if in doubt, whenever you don't know something, <laughs> bet on that depraved human name. Oh, man. That's, uh, that was crazy, though. Anyway, so Ken Burns did the uh, Roosevelt documentary, as I uh, said about six times already. So, but the Last Dance uh, documentary, I, have you been watching it? Did, or, excuse me, did you watch it? Uh, I didn't watch it, no. Okay. I'm going to, I don't have the ESPN. It'll yeah, be on Netflix yeah, in a few good. weeks. I'm glad my, uh, the prospect writer doesn't have ESPN. <laughs> 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 ESPN doesn't show sports anymore, man. Are you serious? <laughs> 
Oh, man. When was I, the last time ESPN showed a sport? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, uh, they have a slap competition on it. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, uh, Donkey, did you watch uh, The Last Dance? I only watched the first four. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, okay, yeah. Good. Big sport fans. Um, <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> no, I mean, everyone watched it because there's no other sports on. But it was just so – it was like – not even a documentary. Like it was like a, uh, uh, it was it was like a, well, Michael Jordan was the executive producer. First of all, itch. I don't know if you knew that, but it was it was definitely uh, like just a in memorial of Michael ja- Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan's career, and that was it. Like there was no like it. It made you think, essentially, that if you were an asshole who only thought about winning you that was the way to win like it was it was weird because like there was no pushback against Michael Jordan saying like if you want to win you got to do this like everyone was like yeah but Michael Jordan is an asshole <laughs> but there's none of that like in reality there was no like there was no like uh, narrator like a third person like commentator on like Michael Jordan it was just him giving you the information and you had to like and it, and it made you think like oh oh I guess that's how you win by being a total dick <laughs> I um I have heard like some of the commentary around it because it's on a few different podcasts I listen to one of the things I wound up doing is watching Dennis Rodman on Oprah I was a little surprised I found myself doing that Rodman was you know that was probably right when I was in that like I don't know, teenage years, Rodman was a pretty big deal. And, um, and then I wa- then I started reading about Carl Malone. Holy shit, Carl Malone is a human monster. Dude, when he was in college, he impregnated a 13-year-old girl and 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 like fought her like crazy on the child support and they settled out of court. She wanted $200 a month. And and he was unwilling to do that, so he fought her and settled out of court for presumably less than two hundred dollars a month for this thirteen-year-old's baby that was his that he wanted nothing to do with. In fairness, though, like two hundred dollars a month for a thirteen-year-old goes pretty far. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a lot of money for a thirteen-year-old. <laughs> the mom's the thirteen-year-old. Am I telling the story right? <laughs> I mean, come on. How much candy can one person buy? I, Where's uh, that documentary? I want to see that documentary. No, I know. But obviously, no, no, like, obviously none of our, uh, none of our quote-unquote heroes are, you know, total innocence. I mean, Imagine I, being a I, jazz I, fan, and you're you like know. a 12-year-old jazz fan, and you stumble across this story about your favorite player. You got <laughs> your whole bedroom. You got Malone jersey frame right above your bed. You're a 13 year old girl. You've got Carl Malone jersey in your room because your dad's a big jazz fan. I know. Okay, so fair enough. Carl Malone wasn't the greatest of people. I, uh, you know what's funny is uh, Coogs, my wife, is a, uh, she, she used to do sports journalism. And um, she was like, Carl Malone's a really nice guy. I, I, she might have slept with him. She actually, she might be the mom in this situation. Nah, Look, you don't pick don't up thirteen-year-olds being an asshole. Like rule one <laughs> is be nice, right? Have candy, as you yeah, said. It's have like candy. Dalton. It's like uh, Dalton from Roadhouse. Rule number three: be nice. I uh, yeah no. I was gonna say though, like there's no like Ken Burns because it, what's it that noise? <laughs> Not me. Anyway, um, Ken Burns. My my tie-in with Ken Burns and the uh, Roosevelts was. Burns was saying that the Michael Jordan documentary was shit, which I thought was, I thought that was pretty Man. good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Ken uh, Burns doesn't talk that much shit. <laughs> oh, he's a shit talker. Ken Burns is the best shit talker. Uh, no, Ken Burns usually, you would think he he wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't talk that much shit, but uh, apparently, um, so anyway, I was watching that. You actually, and you wouldn't know that uh, Jerry Krause is dead either, according to that documentary. <laughs> like, I don't know. I guess he just didn't want to chime in. Like, he got part of this. He didn't, didn't want to defend himself. 
Dave literally is just like, they just badmouth him for 10 hours. And then at the end, they're just like, eh, I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> He's dead, bro. He's a dick. Yeah. I heard they also like, like his career ended <laughs> after the Dave Bulls. Fell. There's there's no wizard stuff. There's no ownership stuff. There's no like, it, and it makes no. sense. It was supposed to be about his last season initially. And then they just realized money was real and they should make more of it. And so they made it, but, but like none of the wizard stuff and that stuff's probably the most interesting stuff. Like, like Mm -hmm. the the most things that happen that we know the least about are probably his wizards moves, his transactions, like his day to day when he worked for the wizards. Like, what did that look like? My (laughs) office is next to Michael Jordan's. He rolls in drunk at at one in the afternoon after a morning on the golf course. And then wearing a wizard hat? What was the uh, deal? How (laughs) How much did he embody the Wizards? Was was there a moment there where he thought he was actually a wizard? (laughs) And that's why he bought the team. That's why he was part of it. Uh, Itch, I want to ask Itch about uh, normal people. Have you seen normal people? No, I intend to, but I haven't seen Mm. it yet. Gray's a big fan of the schlong. I heard heard that he liked the normal people. I heard it's really good. Or the, as, at least that the first few episodes are really propulsive. And, and, and really? the dog shows up, yeah. <laughs> Things slow down a little bit. Now, Greg, Greg gave it a 9 out of 10. And he said it was the best show he's seen all year. Uh, I, I gave it a 6. He's kind of talked me up to a 7. Because I did watch it all in like three days. But I don't know. It, it wasn't exactly my, my cup of tea. It was, it was well done. but eh. What's the best show you've seen this year, do you think? Mm, I don't know. I I, I really like the third something, season of Ozark. Something mm, with yeah. Dong. It's, it's usually... yeah, yeah, there was no schlong in that one. Yeah. Uh, less less dong is always good. Donkey. Have either of you seen I, Legion? The the FX blue X Men. I did. I watched the first episode. I just couldn't get into it. I, honestly, it's just I I don't know. I mean, huge like, barrier to entry. Just and repeat it. Yeah, like every episode has, like every other episode has its own different barrier to entry. And at times it gets to these incredible heights. Like it's Mm -hmm. just kind of transcendent stuff. But there's so much that's like work for the viewer. And and, I don't know. uh, I'm watching that. I'm trying to watch that right now, but I only do it in like 30 minute bursts because I just can't take it. I'm tired. You know, I want to go to work. 30 minute show, right? I think it's an hour. I can't remember. I, FX plays pretty fast and loose. Like uh, FX will do the the twenty four minute episode and then a forty seven minute episode, and they'll let you do whatever you want. And Legion leans into that. Like its episodes are pretty. If I remember right, they're all over the place. Um, you're a uh, you're you're an English teacher. I forgot. Or, yeah. You're English. Is yeah. Professor. English? Is professor. professor. Sorry. What at a university? At uni? Yeah, yeah exactly, uni? uni. At UNI, actually. University of Northern uh, Iowa. Uni, 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 uni. I, uh, specific, yeah. Yeah, I went, I went to college. <laughs> nah, I, uh, <laughs> I did, but yeah, that was a bad a segue. Uh, did you see um, The Lighthouse? I saw that this week. Uh, the movie with William Defoe and Robert Pattinson. No, did you like it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I I actually, it. I, I wish you, I wish you had seen it. Just, so, I wish someone would see it and explain it to me. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I, uh, I watched it, and actually, it's like it was so bad. Coogs actually left in the middle of it to go walk ahead. She was like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And I was like, I don't either, but I'm gonna finish it. Um, it felt like uh, the whole movie was like talk like a pirate day. It was just. A lot of art. Wait, wait, spill your beans. I was like, ah, I don't, I don't know what, what the fuck is this? And I'm watching. There it's, was, there was no schlong though. So donkey, if you want to check it out, I mean, <laughs> it might. I don't know. I kind of got a taste for it now. <laughs> <laughs> we watched, uh, we watched Just Mercy. I told you that, Gray. I don't know if you got around to watching it yet. It was good, though, with Jamie Foxx and uh, Michael B. Jordan. It was a little bit slow, and I felt like it was a little bit longer than it needed to be, but I enjoyed it still. 
Yeah, I, uh, I've been meaning to see it, actually. Uh, I like, uh, see, I like Michael B. Jordan better than Michael Jordan. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe That's a pretty hot take. That's a pretty hot take. It's a, as an actor, at least. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, he did pretty well in Space Jam. <laughs> Michael, uh, you know what would be crazy? If Michael B. Jordan, if the B stood for basketball. Now, that would be weird. <laughs> I thought it was Roosevelt. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> what is, Banks. What is uh, Michael B. Jordan if the B stood for Eleanor Roosevelt? Now, that <laughs> That's what I thought. That's weird. what I thought. <laughs> Oh man, I did see uh, Ford versus Ferrari though. Donkey, you saw that this week, right? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was all right. I really didn't have high expectations. Somebody told me they didn't enjoy it. I, again, I thought it was uh, a little bit longer than it needed to be. They could have got to the point a little bit quicker, but uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I uh, I didn't really like it. I was bored. I, I was just. It was one of those. It felt like uh, like the first of all, Matt Damon. And Christian Bale are both really good. Like I got no, I got no real problems with their most of their movies, but this movie felt like it wasn't using either of them. Like it, it was like barely using either of their talents. Like it was like, yeah, they could be. Like this could be Chris Pratt and Spencer Pratt. I mean, it doesn't matter who these two people are. Uh, so it just felt like a Hollywood trite bullshit movie. Well, you know, they didn't put a whole lot of effort into the name. That was my main beef with it. The name of the movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ford well, versus Ferrari? That's that's the best you can come up with? I think that actually says everything you need to know. That's, I mean, it's <laughs> that's much the movie. put into the title. That's yeah, the mail it in. You've seen it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've seen the movie if you've read the title. So, <laughs> that's I mean, not that's, easy to pull off. Has, yeah. any, like, has anyone by the name of Henry ever bought a Ford? <laughs> He's like, what is that? Hey, that's Henry's Ford. What? How can you ever buy a Ford if your name is Henry? You, you got to a- change your name to Hank. Yeah. <laughs> Hank, you got to change your name to own a Ford. What a pain in the ass that is. Hey, I just bought a new Ford. <laughs> well, guess what, buddy? You got to change your name. <laughs> You fucking dipshit. Now you can't go by Henry anymore. Good work. Uh, so, great. I told you a couple weeks ago I had started Upload, and I wasn't, you know, I, I was watching it, but I wasn't going to recommend it to anybody. It got better at the uh, towards the end of the season, okay, and what, especially... What's it? Upload. Oh. The Amazon one. Oh, oh Amazon Upload by Greg mm-hmm. Daniels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I enjoyed it. By the end of the season, I wanted more... Um, I think you'll really enjoy it because they, you, you know, I I know that you liked uh, normal people so much. There's a, it kind of gets a little bit of, uh, you there's know, you, you might you might cry a little bit. Yeah, and there's dong. No, no, there's no dong. Oh, forget it. No, I'm out. <laughs> out. No. Priced out. Oh, have you seen I'm that one, Itch? I'm out. No, but I do have it on the list. It's um, just on a TV. We're asking. <laughs> it's funny because I watch like everything, almost everything. I feel like like I do a pretty good job keeping up, but I haven't. Any of the things you guys everything. Uh, so, what's your favorite show? Well, here's one from four years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I am. I'm watching Shit's Creek right now. It's really good. I love that Legion. What was that? 2012. That was. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even like Legion that much. It's just something I'm watching now. And, and the highs are high. But how about um, Dead to Me? Have you guys watched Dead to Me? I watched season one. I'm watching Roosevelt, so I mean, I'm not one to talk. I uh, I saw Dead to Me. I saw um, I want to say the first season, maybe it was the first episode. I didn't really, I didn't love it. It was, uh, I think, actually, I think uh, Coos continued on watching the rest of it, like without me, like you know, uh, everything, any uh, female-driven show, she just. I'll be like, you watch it. I'll, and not enough dong, really. I mean, <laughs> really, what are you doing in this? There's no Episode dong. 10 is all dong. There's one dong in the show, and he died. <laughs> so gotta... Spoiler alert. Gray hates spoilers. Just to let you know. <laughs> Damn it, the spoiler. I, uh, I, no, I did watch, I feel like I did see the first season, but, and I saw the second season was out. I, is it good? That to me? 
I'd give it. Uh, I'd give it a seven, seven maybe six and a half. I, I like it more than normal people. Uh, again, no more sixes or sevens from you. I, that number's outlawed. That's all I ever get. It's like I don't know what that even means. You told me to watch Into the Night on Netflix. That was. I, I told you not to. I said that wasn't good. That was awful. You told me to watch. <laughs> I told you it was bad. Do I need to pull the chat up? I specifically said it was not good. <laughs> you said it was good. Bad, which is good. Bad. That's not just bad. You were like, oh no, it's good. It's it's a good bad show. Which I I don't mind good bad, but you didn't say it was just bad bad. You were like, oh, we're watching this show. It's terrible, but it's good. (laughs) I I didn't say it was terrible, but good. See, okay, so I have just a terrible. I have something for that that I almost didn't believe was real, even as I was watching it. It's called Pan. It's on Hulu. It's called Pan. I love that. I love that. That's terrible and bad. I love Pan. You've seen yeah. Pan. Okay, so you know what I'm yeah. saying. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, like it's oh. it's every choice you could make, the worst choice you could make, they <laughs> made a choice worse than that. Like, like every single time. Um, let's have all the ch- children singing a cappella teen spirit. Like, if we could have an echoing chorus of, I don't know, 5,000 slave children. <laughs> Singing smells like Teen Spirit as we fall in on Hugh Jackman make up to the 10 9. I mean, Hugh Jackman looks, I mean, holy shit. Rooney Mara's a native princess as she was destined to play. It, it's just like, a, wow. Pan yeah, is, awful. hey, Captain Hook's a good guy. Captain Hook's like your main good guy. Yeah, good guy. I know. What, what, what? That was also, that was like, I think, released the same year as Legion. They all came, I just watched 20. <laughs> It's just, it's just 2015 for me. A, just running six years behind. That's where I'm at. You're in a time bubble and you don't even realize. I watched Outer Banks to be hip. Why aren't we talking about Outer Banks? I'm super hip with Outer Banks. <laughs> my, I haven't seen my, it. My number one prospect is Ronald Acuna Jr. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be all right. I think he might make Hold it. On. <laughs> Hold on a second. Something's wrong here. <laughs> Outer Banks is the opposite of the lighthouse in Legion. It's just the easiest damn thing to watch. I heard it described as uh, the OC plus Goonies, and I think that's pretty fair. But I, it's, it's... Uh, yeah, no, I loved both of those things. So that sounds wonderful to me. I loved Goonies and the OC. I'm, yeah, it's I'm a, it. It's a really easy watch. Like you just, it's perfect for right now. You just turn your brain off and go. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, that, is this dead to me? No, the Outer Banks. Oh, Outer Banks. I, where's that on? Netflix. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I'll have to check that out. I like, I like crap. I love crap. I, I have mean, a hard time believing somebody would actually dislike it that much just because it's so candy. Like, you could, you could opt out because it's silly at times, you know? Like, I'm a grown-up and this is silly. But, like, for the most part, it's just... 13 year old candy from Carl Malone, you know, you gotta. <laughs> it's candy. It's candy. <laughs> You're a 13 year old and it's candy from Carl Malone. That, exactly. That's <laughs> Outer Banks, everybody. That's, I'm pretty sure that's the tagline. On the, that's how they sold it. <laughs> the mailman. The mailman. <laughs> the mailman the delivering the mailman. Actually, you know, uh, speaking of which, we got uh, $70 worth of candy delivered to us. <laughs> From Carl Malone? Yeah, Carl Malone! Give me, sliding me the Slim Jim. No, what is it? The Sugar Daddy. Give me the, give me the uh, Charleston Chew. <laughs> I love Carl Malone's Charleston Chew. <laughs> I'm 13. I love me some Charleston Chew from Carl <laughs> No, 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 no. Nothing to do with Carl Malone. We ordered candy from the through the mail. <laughs> nothing to do with Carl Malone. <laughs> totally separate subject. And I've been eating sour candies for the last five days. It is wonderful. I feel alive again. I do. <laughs> I used to love that you stuff. can't go to the dentist. No, so, careful over there, Greg. Be careful. I should be careful. Thanks, Mom. God damn it, Donkey. You ruined it for me. Uh, you know, we're starting to run low on time, but we got to get to your haircut there, Gray. We're on video. Uh, the three of us are on video here. Gray's got some sort of crazy uh, curtain going on, but we can see his hair. 
that he butchered. Uh, did you order that clipper? Is that like a? You only did one side. Yeah. What happened there? <laughs> I like the side you did. You do. I do. I. I. Uh, that's sweet of you to say. No, I mean, I was like, no. See, here, here's what happened. Coogs was like, she was trying to. Um, she was like doing the buzzer. We ordered a Con Air hair clipper. I was like, woo! And it took us like a week. I was like, woo! And finally it showed up. The candy got here way faster. Nothing to do with Carl Malone. Stop thinking that. So I, uh, I, I got the clippers, and I'm like, well, you got to do it because I can't see nothing. And she's like, well, I've never done it before. I'm like, come on! You can cut hair. How hard could it be? Here, we'll put on, like, we put on the, uh, the longest um, attachment, so it would be... Like, you wouldn't be able to get too close to the hair. So she starts doing it, and she's, like, scratching my skull. I'm like, ah, it fucking hurts. <laughs> Stop doing that. It hurts me, you motherfucker. So then she's like, well, I don't know what you want me to do then. I'm like, well, just do it so it doesn't hurt. I mean, that's that is, literally, that's all I want you to do. Just cut my hair so it don't hurt. But then she's like, uh, okay, but I don't know how to do it any other way than this way. Ah, I fucking hurt. <laughs> so finally I was like, here, I'll show you. You don't actually touch the skull. You just do it off of the hair. And I was doing it, and no, no hair was coming out because my hair isn't that long. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's well coughed. <laughs> so I was like, uh, I was cutting my hair, like showing her, but it was nothing was going. So I was like, here. Take off the attachment. I'll show you what it does. <laughs> that was a I was right over my ear. I was like, ah! And it's like, why did you do that? Your hair. It's the only thing that I like about you. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> it's awful. I had a buddy who cut his eyebrow, half of his eyebrow off that way. Was like doing something up here, he thought. And then just took his eyebrow off, like the you know, just from the middle of the eye in toward the nose for our listeners, from the one side, and then spent days trying to figure out. So do I need to even this out? Like, do I need to kill the other eyebrow too? And I can't remember. It's really killing me. I want to know which way he went because I can't remember today if he went with just one half eyebrow or a double half eyebrow. <laughs> I might call him. That would. <laughs> I mean, that's really the dilemma, because after I took off my whole uh, right side, I was like, do I go and do the left, or do I just leave it alone? I, I went with leaving it alone, because I didn't want to make it, I didn't want to do one of those situations where I was like, all right, I'm going to make it the same, and then I took off so much more on the left, and I'd be like, well, I got to make it the same on the right now, and then before I know it, I'm <laughs> I just got to take all of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I just left a little. <laughs> <laughs> a little girl back, Ray. <laughs> yeah, no, I I appreciate. It. I um, yeah, I I uh, I should I probably will go to the barber. I will never use my clippers again. I I, I don't see I don't see myself using the clippers um anymore. Just not worth it. <laughs> I probably had hair down to my shoulders at the beginning of this thing because I hadn't had a haircut in a long, long, long time. Like more than a year, like a year and a half. I hadn't had a haircut, and then I just. Just buzzed it all because I got. How long have you been quarantined? <laughs> a year and a half. I've been quarantined for a year. I saw this coming. Months. Donkeys and morning us. You know, I saw it coming for a long time. Wow. Eighteen. Way out in front. It was just an experiment. I'd never really had long hair, and then I went into quarantine like really needing a haircut. Uh, I hear that though. I was like. Yeah, I mean, I usually get my hair cut, like, every three weeks. And it was, like, I was due right when they were, like, locked down. I'm like, ah! So I needed, I had to, I was I was fiending for a haircut. But now, I'm not going near the Clippers again. They're fucked up. It's a good joke I read or heard. I can't remember the structure of the joke, so it won't be funny this time. But if you imagine it later as funny, you might remember it as funny. And it's about uh, every post-apocalyptic story or movie I've ever seen greatly underrated the power of the haircut. In the end times, we will miss the haircut as much as we miss water. Something. See, it wasn't funny. I knew it wouldn't be funny. I see you both reacting to confirm for me that that was not even structured as a joke. 
There's the skeleton of the joke. If any of you want to put it together as a joke, you know, feel free. I, I won't take any, you know, credit for how funny it wasn't. It sounds more like a uh, like a quote from like Karl Marx or something. Like it's, sound... it's not even anywhere near a joke, is it? <laughs> I think you're quoting something. I told you I saw it somewhere. Amazing. Hey, hey, all you motherfucking Bolsheviks out there, you want to hear Karl Marx do some stand up? <laughs> I don't even know. What that uh, all right, I think that's a good a good place to stop it here, guys. Uh, we'll, we'll be back next week with more Lenny Dykstra. <laughs> Round four of the Lenny Dykstra interview. Uh, so hopefully you guys keep coming back for more. Uh, we appreciate you coming on. Itch, go check out the Itch's stuff. He's been cranking through. He did all the 2020 prospect rankings, and then he just jumped right over to 2021. So he's done every position. Uh I think you did a top 100 for 2021 already, right? I did indeed, yeah. I got it all out there. Yeah. Wow. You can Thank- follow him on Twitter, at The Prospect Itch. Gray is at Rasball, and I'm at DonkeyTeeth87. Uh, you're already subscribing to the Patreon podcast. We really appreciate you guys. If you got any questions or requests, just throw them in there in the Patreon. Um, and, uh, yeah, thanks for hanging with us. You guys, anything, any last words? I just want to see how Lenny's going to change the world. I can't wait. Like, I got to come back in here. Big things. Big things. Big things. Big things. All right. Later, Greg. All right, later. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Boost your mood. In New Jersey, surprise yourself with new wonders. Stroll beaches and boardwalks. Discover places to dine and catch up with friends. See inspiring art, culture, and history, too. Savor sea breezes and explore all the treasures nature has waiting for you. Rise to the call of adventure or catch a wave into the ocean blue. Find it all at visitnj.org.